Huh? Go! Power. Hour. L-S-U. Boom! All night long. Yes. Trying to time that open with the actual start of the show is so funny. But welcome. We have a lot to get to. And I want you right now. I don't care wherever you are. I'm looking at you. Let's go. Give me your best let's go. It doesn't matter where you're watching from right now. Just from the bottom of your soul. We are so freaking close to the start of the season. Less than a month away. This offseason has been so long and arduous. But we are here celebrating what is going to be an absolutely phenomenal LSU football season. Okay. So. Obviously, right off the jump here, I want to talk a little bit about philosophy, okay? I am actually a philosophy minor. Now, uh, type Y for yes, type N for no. Do you hear me loud and clear? I want to make sure we are all on the same page. So one of my favorite things – thank you so much, baby. I appreciate it. I am a philosophy nerd. I love everything there is about philosophy, right, from Rene Descartes all the way to Immanuel Kant, all the way to whoever else. And I'm a big believer in how you think matters. Don't just worry about life's results, okay? But one thing I truly do believe is you must take life's results and apply it to future endeavors, okay? But thinking about this all day. Brian Kelly last year played this game versus Florida State. Now, remember, the year before, Notre Dame with Brian Kelly was able to win the game versus uh, Florida State in a shootout, okay? And then this last year, we lost this game. We only lost by one point. But what was really fascinating about all of it was it could have been prevented. Right. We did not play our best right tackle. We did not play our best defensive player. We did not have our best game on special teams. So one thing that I have noticed just from practice reports, just from seeing different things that uh, LSU has done in just practice in general, I am noticing LSU realizing who their best players are. Okay, and three players in particular were such high-graded players for me that it was so clear that these guys can play right away at LSU. And it's Kamarion Pimpton, it's Lance Hurd, and it's Caleb Jackson. Okay? Now, all three of those guys don't have a clear path to playing time. In particular, Caleb Jackson. It is a loaded and deep running back room. But Brian Kelly last year went in with the mindset, hey, we don't want to play our true freshman in, in, in game one when they just got here in the fall. They probably aren't as developed as some of the other true freshmen and some of the other players. But here's the thing about this Florida State game. It counts, just like all the rest of them. And in college football, you don't get the chance to have a wonderful run-up to what could be a magical season. 
Okay, you get that in NCAA basketball. You get that in NCAA baseball. You get that in every single sport except college football. You've got to put your best foot forward in every single game. There's no preseason, nothing. So here's what I think. Now, once again, these are just practice reps, but I did see some of these true freshmen. I believe they're going to play quicker than maybe even last season. I think you could see a world in which a lot of these guys that I'm not just talking about true freshmen, I'm talking about players that just joined the team this fall. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I understand this is in the past, so you probably don't want to talk about the spring, but if LSU were to have more of these fall true freshmen play well, it further proves my point that spring football means absolutely nothing. Ha, 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 ha. So, uh, I, I really do believe that we are going to see more true freshmen at the start of this next season if Brian Kelly feels those are his absolute best players. Okay. Now, next topic, and then we're going to get to all your comments. We say hi to Michael B. Tyler, LA Mom, Chance, the Master Blaster. I saw you hanging out with some Star Wars people. Everybody, welcome Bowtie Freddy to the channel. Look at him singing loudly or giving a really passionate speech. Bowtie, what were you singing here? Next thing. All right. Folks, we are so close to actual football. We are so close to actual football. All right? Like, the guys that are on the team right now that have signed to play for this team, that have gone through Jake Flint's arduous recruiting – I say recruiting – his arduous strength and conditioning program. Now, I'm going to make this very clear. It is perfectly fine with what I do for you guys to message me anytime you want about any question, in particular, my patrons. you, My Discord is always open, in particular, to the people that are a part of the Patreon. And once again, if you join the PHL Patreon, link is down below. You get a Joe Burrow card in the mail. But the number one question I've gotten is about Colin Simmons and Dominic McKinley, okay? Now, the kid that will likely commit to LSU, Caden Durham, the running back, he'll be committing pretty soon. Um, but the focus is on the five-star. So Colin Simmons is going to commit uh, later this week on the 10th. And there is a lot of steam for Dominic McKinley, the five-star defensive tackle from Louisiana, to go to another school. I won't even say the name of the school. Okay? Now, first thing. It's not over. Especially for five stars. Okay? Everybody wants a five star. The recruitment is never truly over until the pin is to paper. Okay? But in particular, for Colin Simmons, I don't think wherever he chooses to go later this week, that it's over. Okay? Remember... There is no ledger. There is no official um, way of committing or signing or anything like that. It's just one person's word. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Okay? The simple truth is this. No matter what happens with Colin Simmons and no matter what happens with Dominic McKinley, we are not going to be out of it. Also, Texas is not going to be out of it. Until they sign, okay? Five-star trench players generate 
a lot of interest. Okay. I saw one that played for a very prominent school this offseason get straight up poached to another premier school who struggles to recruit defensive linemen. Okay. Defensive linemen just generate a lot of buzz. And let's be honest, the teams that normally win national championships, they have minimum three dudes that play in the NFL in that trench area. It's just, you know, and not negotiable. You got to have those guys, right? So just because one person, crystal ball, Dominic McKinley to Texas, phone's blown up. <laughs> huh? Uh, 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 one person. One person. Okay? One person. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay? Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of intel here. All right? I'm not a big intel guy. You guys know that. I'm the analysis community guy. All right? I'm not a breaking news source thing. It's just not my thing. Okay? But I can tell you that it won't be over for either one of those two when they commit. Okay, whenever Dominic McKinley, he did say that he wants to commit before the start of the season. Right now, though, I want you to really think about this philosophically. There's that word again, philosophy. I want you to think about this. Use this right here. Why would you be so worried when nothing really matters until you sign the dotted line? And we have actual football coming up. All right. It would be one thing if our recruiting class just wasn't good at all up to this point. By the way, I've not talked at all about Jelani Watkins. Really fast wide receiver that they just got out of Texas. Not talked a whole lot about him so far in this uh, this live show. I've not really talked about him at all since he committed. Now, of course, we tweeted about it and all that stuff. But I'm here to tell you, don't don't get discouraged over recruiting. Don't. Now, if LSU's team recruiting ranking was in the 20s, that's when you should sound the alarm and really start to reevaluate everything with LSU football. But that is not the case. Okay? I still think we'll be in it no matter what happens. All right? And that's not – I would have felt that way even if both of them committed to LSU tomorrow. They're very talented players who will win you a lot of games. Okay? Now, once again, we keep things 100 on PHL at all times. So, I'm feeling pretty good about tonight. Kind of want to give out something kind of big tonight. Can we give out something kind of big tonight? Let's see. What do we want to give out? Let's see. Oh, we got some monsters right here. Okay, let's do this one. All right. Angel Reese card. We'll give this out. If we get to a hundo in Super Chats, this is going to one of you tonight. Okay, if we get to a hundo Super Chats, obviously Angel Reese and her iconic ring finger celebration. I just saw her in the flesh in Chicago not too long ago. So we will give that out. All right. What's up? Rugger, good to see you. Good to see you. 
Chance, good to see you. Let's make sure we make some full uh, first-timers feel very welcome. Bowtie Freddy. Worship Pastor. I like that, man. Good to see you. Everybody, welcome Harrison. His first time joining the live video. We need you every need you at every live stream. Okay. Joshua, thank you for your super chat. You get to pick the next topic. Go right on ahead. Stefan, the funny thing about it is I am not wise. You are the guys and gals that are the true PHLers. You are the ones that are wise. You are the ones that feed me and my family. It is you guys. Okay? We want our first-timers feeling super welcome. Uh, very inclusive community. People of all backgrounds. We love it. Okay? So, something else. All right? And I want to get into how I feel about this roster. Now, next thing. Um, I, I, I will keep mentioning this, but I, uh, I, I, I really hope Jimmy Lindsay's okay. All right. If you are the uh, believer in the metaphysical, whatever the case may be. Okay. Bowtie Freddie, you are a worship pastor, so I can uh, objectively say you can do this. But uh, anyone else, pray for Coach Lindsay. Also, pray for some of our Tigers that may or may not be at full health right now. Okay. And that's as far as I'll go on that at this point. Um, but. You know, obviously, this is a very mentally taxing time for the LSU Tigers, right? They are getting ready for a really high leverage game, and it's on a Sunday night. There's going to be millions of people watching this game. Remember, life is weird. There is rarely a captive audience, okay? You don't get a captive audience, okay? There's a thousand games normally going on at once. It's not the case September 4th. It is a Sunday night game. This is a very mentally taxing time. Okay? So keep in mind the player's mental health. It's going to be a very tough season. And uh, just keep them in, in, in your thoughts because, look, season will be here before you know it. Now, next thing. Obviously, we are seeing a lot of Aaron Anderson hype. Our practice video yesterday did really well, and I appreciate you guys watching and sharing and all that stuff. It's obviously a really good thing. Um, Aaron Anderson had a clip tweeted out of him today, and we retweeted it, obviously, via LSU Football on the Power Hour LSU um, Twitter account. And I want each and every one of you to watch it. So we could pull it up really quickly. And this kind of puts together basically everything that LSU is looking for from their offense this very next season. Okay. So they are trying to create explosive passing plays while not actually throwing the football vertically. Okay. So here you go. Gonna First year, all right. Little film study for you. Um, I'm pretty sure this. Jaden gets a low snap. Good stuff by Jade. Quickly, and then we hit Aaron Anderson in stride on the little screen right there. And this is Brian's guy right here. 
got a bunch of car LSU fans. TJ, thank you for the super chat. You get to pick the next topic. All right. And you're looking at him right now. That is who your punt return guy is going to be. All right. More than likely. Spectrum, good to see you. Jared is starting to catch onto the Aaron Anderson hype train. TJ, good to see you as well. Now, next thing I want to get into. How is this going to work? How could this practically work? With all these players on LSU's team, there are so many mouths that need to be fed. Can Aaron Anderson be fed in a capacity that he could put a real impact on the game? Remember, in life, targets aren't given. They are earned. All right? And I felt last year, the only two players that Jaden eventually became comfortable throwing the football to was Malik and Mason. I felt like him and BTJ, um, they had good chemistry, but it wasn't where you would expect it to be. And then obviously BTJ, I think is going to have a massive season. I think he is the most obvious positive regression candidate out of anybody. I think I've seen in quite some time. All right. Let's go to Danny girl's super chat. I've been watching more outside LSU stuff, and honestly, I am shocked at how little support LSU is getting. Not a lot of buy-in even after last season. Folks still view LSU as a mid-tier team. I expect a little bit more respect. Yeah, I could see it. Um, You know, let me start by saying this. I honestly, I don't know why I was naive to think otherwise. I thought the media was actually going to pick LSU over Alabama in the West, okay? But they didn't. They still picked Alabama, despite not knowing who their quarterback is, despite a new OC and a new DC. LSU knows who their quarterback is, knows who their best receivers are, knows who their OC is, knows who their DC is. They still picked Alabama. Make that make sense. Oh, yeah. Alabama's recruited a top five class each of the last three seasons. And that's probably it. Okay. And the media went crazy. This was the craziest thing. All right. Nick Saban smiled at the end of a press conference. Did you guys see this? This drove me crazy. He smiled and everybody went crazy. Everybody's like, oh my God. Nick Saban smiled. This is going to be the greatest Alabama team of all time. Police. 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 Jalen Waddle is not walking through that door. He's not. Alex Leatherwood is not walking through that door. He's not. But I will say this, Danny. To your Super Chat question. All right. There are a lot of sharp minds that have picked LSU to go all the way and win it this year. Colin, Action Network, uh, Colin Wilson, one of my favorite writers, picked LSU to win it all. All right. Or at least he bet LSU to win it all. Um, Aaron Murray 
Okay, he's a Georgia Bulldog. He picked picked LSU to come out of the SEC, Jordan Rogers. So I think there is some media, but I do feel, Danny, that there's not a lot of people that truly do believe in LSU. Okay. Not a lot of buy-in. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I think I think I think it's kind of in the middle. Yeah, I want a clear explanation as to what part they are doubting about us. I am not unrealistic, screaming, and undefeated season. But how do you rank Bama above us with all their question marks? I don't know. I don't know. I still think Bama is a 10-win team. The roster is really good. Okay? It's really, really, really good. Okay? But the truth is, I still believe LSU is a better team. I do. Now... The one thing both LSU and Alabama have in common is a lot of question marks in the secondary. Okay. Um, Bama lost a lot of their best DBs. Now, they returned their best corner, but they lost their two best safeties. Um, they're, they're, they lost Eli Ricks. Uh, it's, it's very, very, very interesting. All right. James and Rustin, good to see you. I was in Rustin last night. Went to meet up with a PHL yesterday. 12-0 incoming. Good to see you, NFL LSU. Okay. TJ, once again, we will go uh, to whichever topic. Same thing with you, Forbes. And if we get to a hundo tonight, we're almost halfway there already. We're giving out an Angel Reese card. Okay. Now. Let's go to David. Don't remember who it was, but I saw on Twitter X the post uh, predicted LSU and Michigan playing for the Natty, meaning Michigan would beat Georgia. Yeah, Michigan's loaded. They are loaded. Uh, I still don't believe in Jim Harbaugh. I, I'm going to tell you this right now, and this is going to come off really sour and just bad, but I am so happy that Jim Harbaugh is not my coach. He's got a four-game suspension here. And every season, I've got to worry about him going to the NFL. Okay? Every season. That's what makes Brian Kelly great. Could he theoretically go to the NFL? Yeah. But not really. He's 61. Does he really want to try his hand in the NFL? Okay. Now, I will say this, and Jared, thank you for your super chat. All right. I will say this. Does Alabama have a roster in terms of blue chip ratio better than ours? Yes. Okay. For those that don't know what blue chip ratio is, it's the amount of four stars or better you have on your roster. Okay, they do have more of that. And I would not ever disagree that they do not have elite talent. All right. But there are so many question marks at the absolute biggest positions. I think Dallas Turner's a little overrated. I know he's a dirty player, but I feel he's a little overrated. So, 
I, I don't know. Okay. Let's go to TJ's super chat question. If we beat Bama again this year, have we officially flipped the script of the NCC West on a yearly basis in the eyes of the media? I would say so, but the truth is you don't fully ever flip the script on a team that recruits in the top five nationally every year. You just don't. It doesn't matter if Nick Saban is 90. If you recruit top five talent, you're you're going to be in it every year. Okay? You're going to be in it every year. Now, the issue is, you know, when we think of the LSU-Alabama game, we tend to think of it as just any other game on the schedule. But it's not, right? Obviously, the media hypes it up. Obviously, it is a big CBS game. But it's also a game that both teams have two weeks to prepare. All right. We have had to buy before the Bama game every year since 2010. Okay. Every single year. And it's a little bit different in that aspect. All right. It is hard. I, I can't say this enough. It is so hard to play high level football week to week versus anybody. And that's a big reason why the SEC, uh, the commissioners and the and, and the presidents of these universities are pushing against a nine-game conference schedule. Because it's hard. You, you don't play your best week to week. But LSU Alabama, you get two weeks to prepare. It, it's a completely different ballgame. And you're and you always have someone just kind of scouting the rest of the SEC. Um it, it, they keep an eye out on basically what you're doing. So they they're they're aware. They're very aware. Uh, so uh, there you go. But yeah, I if LSU does beat Alabama, it does it does change the way people view that matchup. It really does. Now, uh, everybody, welcome Shane to the channel. Good to see you. It will be Malik Neighbors, and that will probably come out in the next few weeks, okay? Um, no real surprise there. Now, obviously, when it's announced, we'll have the big debate. Should we even give out the number seven anymore? And we'll have that debate at that time. But I do think it'll be Malik Neighbors. Okay. Now, type Y for yes, type in for no. Obviously, if you super chat, we'll go to whatever topic you want to go to. But actually, let's make this easier. Type O for offense, type D for defense. Which side of the football do you want to talk more right now? Okay. Type O for offense, type D for defense. And I'll happily go into either one of them. Uh, I have a few things prepared to chat about both. Um, so let's see. Getting a lot of D's in the chat. All right. D, all right. Christopher, good to see you on Facebook. All right. So we'll chat some defense. Now, this is what I'll say on the defensive side of the football. This is just the case uh, pretty much every year. Um, and yes, Stefano is a 
Uh, it was a worthy pause moment. A lot of D's in the chat. <laughs> Let's do this, okay? What I want to do, all right? And and this is just how I feel about this LSU situation right now, okay? I think defensively, obviously, we're all worried about the secondary. And in particular, we're probably a little bit more worried about outside corner, if anything else. Okay. I will say what I've shared just recently um, from, you know, the media viewing of practice. Okay. There was a lot of people, uh, I say a lot of people, three. Spoke to three people in practice, two media, and then one uh, just somebody was there. All right. And the secondary had a rough day. All right. No big deal. It's one day. The issue, though, is when these things begin to pile up. All right. And we, we've had a few instances of, you know, the secondary not playing where we expect them to. All right. Now, the point of this channel is ultimately to uplift everybody. Okay. But we also give some harsh reality. Should you be concerned about the LSU secondary? Yes. Yeah. Honestly, at this same point, though, last year, LSU and all of us were really worried about the secondary going into last season. And they were pretty fine. Okay. So, yeah, there should be, you know, um, there should be quite a few of us concerned about the DBs. Now, the truth it's not for a lack of talent. It's not for a lack of talent. The talent is there. All right. Do I think that this unit is going to be fine this year? I do. I really do. All right. I do, however, think this opening matchup was not a good one uh, to go up against Jordan Travis and the receivers and tight ends that they have. Okay. Now, I'm not scared. I'm happy we get to play these marquee games versus NFL-level competition, okay? And obviously, there's more to defense in the secondary. We have the best set of linebackers in the SEC, um, and we have a pretty good front with some capable pass rushers. And we have a D.C. who I think is very hungry to play against Florida State because last year— We actually defended them fine, held them to 5.5 yards per play. We just could not get off the field on third down. Okay. Now, that is the secondary. I think a lot of you feel more concerned about the defense. I will tell you this. Defense has more to do with who you play than who you are. Okay. Where offense has more to do with who you are than who you play. Okay. So your defense is heavily reliant on how good the offense you're going up against. Okay. So Florida State's offense is really good. We play a bunch of really good quarterbacks this year. But I will say the slate of offenses we have to play this year, I don't think will be as good as the offense we had to play last year. And I think that's going to help us. I really do. I really, really, really do. 
Okay. Um, I, I feel as if though our our pass rush is gonna have to be so good this year. All right. And I think it will. I think it will. Now, here's what we're gonna do. All right. I want to dive a little bit deeper, but I want to get to a few comments here. What's up, King Ulysses? He's been rocking with me for a while. We have players now. I'm sure we can find a good set of DBs to play. The saving grace is the front seven is going to eat and cover them up. All right. Will the defensive end be able to get consistent pressure this year? We could definitely use some... Better pass rush this next season. Overall, though, I think you know our pressure was was fine. Could it have been better? Yes. But Harold Perkins and Ojolari were really good. Makai Wingo was a very smart um, pass rusher last year for us, getting his hands in passing lanes and recovering fumbles and and so on and so on. So our pass rush last year was fine. It could be better. And when you get Mason Smith back in your defensive front, obviously, you know. We have people close to Mason that watch his channel, and I, I'm even with that said, I'm really bullish on him having a big season. I've looked at some consensus mock draft boards, and I've seen him uh, in in the top half of the first round. Okay, you don't get into the top half of the first round unless you can rush the passer. So the NFL minds believe Mason is going to have a really big season this year. All right, so. You know, I I feel as if um, I, I feel as if our defensive front is going to be really good this next year. I do think the rotation at the opposite end position should be very interesting. Uh, with, with Savian Jones, who is going to be the first person off the bench behind him? At this point, I would like to think it's Paris Shand, but that opposite side defensive end role. It's very tricky, okay? It is very, very tricky. You've got to be able to do a lot of different things, right? And the opposite end is opposite the Jack linebacker who is Ovia Gufu, the, uh, the standing outside linebacker on the other side. So I, I, I like this group. Obviously, when you return Wingo and Mason Smith, you're going to more than likely be a very, very, very good front, Okay. But to Brian's point here, how do they match up with Florida State's offensive line? Um, no, 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 no. Saban is going to start. The, the The point is who will back him up because that is a position that does require rotation because it is a exhausting position. All right. But yeah, Florida State's got a really good uh, offensive line. They do. It's got a hit stick. What do y'all think is more likely? Big Mace comes back for 2024. Or we win two titles in the next four seasons. Okay. Um, that's kind of tough. I... I I think Mason's gone after this next year. I mean, if he has a big season, it's he's got everything you want in a modern day NFL defensive tackle. Um, and I don't even know if I want to call him a tackle. He can he could play all the spots um, outside of like a standing jack. 
I'm going to go with the latter. And actually, it's sick. I'm going to say it now. We will win two titles in the next four seasons. Huh? 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 I hope it's the latter and not the former. Okay? I really do appreciate that. Now, hit stick if you want to pick another topic, go right on ahead. I appreciate 200 of y'all in here. I deeply, deeply do appreciate that. Okay? Now, next thing I want to get into is, you know, I, I'm always very open with uh, different ways you can – what's up, Dane? Good to see you. It's been a while. Different ways you could support the PHL movement. This is obviously a really big one right here. We have brand new shirts. As you can see, the Let's Go PHL shirts. I'm rocking mine tonight. Uh, that is our new shirts for this season. We also have tumblers, mugs, posters, all different kinds of things that you can take – full advantage of so go on ahead and uh your merch okay now you get four shirts i gotta send you something big if you get four shirts if you get four shirts i send you an lsu autograph okay how about that lsu autograph so get to it Get your PHL merch. This has been just a simple list. Go shirt. Let's go to Harrison. His first time. We always like first timers to get questions in. I personally believe Denver Harris will be excellent. Curious why there seems to be some doubt around him, excluding any of the off-the-field issues. The good news, Harrison, is the off-the-field stuff is no longer a worry. Um, it is strictly on the field. You know, one thing I, I think uh, for him, and I recommend uh, highly Harrison CR uh, practice video from yesterday. It's just a little thing. It's one thing that, um, that that's easily fixed, okay? Um, it's, it's keeping his feet, right? So keeping your feet underneath you at all times. Stop falling down, if you will. Okay. Um, so I think that's going to be big for him, but I think he's going to have an absolutely massive season. All right. Let's go to Roby here. What's up, Trey? Good to see you as well. John, good to see you as well. Branson Cat, one of my BFFs. All right. Been watching Florida State practice online. Game is not going to be a pushover. Great show. All right. Now, obviously, Roby wants to uh, chat a little bit more about Florida State. I'm very happy to do that. Obviously, we have focused a lot on their offense. I do think defensively, um, they can be had. Now, the key is protecting Jaden. Last year was probably one of Jaden's three best games, if you were to ask me. Now, um, like, and, and this was really impressive. I love athletes that can play at a high level when everything else is just melting down. And Jaden obviously had some rough games last year, but he also had some games where he played very well. And in particular, the Florida State game was a game where nobody played well really outside of Jaden on offense um, and Jure. I think, you know, he, uh, he had no time. The protection issues, it was mostly offensive line, but it was everybody. 
And it was guys that ended up being really good players for us that had some protection issues. Um, you know, we, we've got to be ready to block their front. Jared Verse obviously tore us up last year. And defensively, they did lose Jamie Robinson. He was a guy that kept that unit together. He was one of the smartest defensive backs I've ever seen. He reminded me a lot of uh, a Jalen Mills for us. He is no longer there, okay? And he was a guy that lined him up. He was a guy that, you know, made one of the more ridiculous open field tackles on Jaden in that game last year. He's no longer there. So maybe there will be a few uh, coverage busts mixed in there. But, you know, for me, I, I look at Florida State. You can move the football on them. It's just really tough to score on them. They play a very bend but don't break kind of style. And then offensively, they want to hit you with, with with explosives. They want to hit you with big shots down the field. They want to get down the field in a hurry. Okay, they're not really a pitch and catch offense. They like to run counter and they like to you know run some counter boot action out off of that. But the big thing that they like to do is chunk that mother effort down the field. All right. So, so yeah, man, they're, they're a really good team. But then again, my retort to that would also be who did they really beat last year that was truly impressive? Now, they beat us, okay, but that wasn't our roster. That wasn't our final roster. Um, And then last year, they beat Oklahoma in the bowl game. They also dominated a lot of really decent teams, okay, but – you know, they, they did lose to NC State. It was a good team. They did lose to Clemson. It was a good team. So uh, we'll see. I, I, I think this is just going to be a legendary game. I really, really, really do. So, and tackling him in space. All right. Tackling him in space is going to be really big. All right. Okay. I think we see Mason Taylor type of year for Denver. I could see it. I could definitely see it. Okay. All right. Need a dry fit. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I can rock a dry fit. No, I I've I, I've I'm not like as chunky as I was, but I've got to lose more. Like I looked at myself uh, in Chicago, some of these card uh, channels, my co-hosts put out a card vlog and like my belly just stuck out. I can't be having that. My wife is gorgeous and I look like a walrus with not all his fins or what, what do walruses have? Are those fins? Is that what they call them? Because if they're fin, like walruses don't really swim. Is that what you call? Or do walruses even have fins? I don't know. Um, let's go to Rugger. Look at him. He's on a boat. He's got the Hayden Travinsky going on. Do you believe the FSU game and how... We will win, lose, will tell us the team ceiling for this year. No. I understand this game 
is being labeled as a must-win game. I don't think it's a must-win game. Florida State's a really good team. We can still lose and find a way to get into the playoff. Now, we'd probably have to win out. But, hell, we lost a game last year. Then we lost another game. And destiny was still in our own hands. Silly, thank you so much. Big super chat from John Silly. I'll throw some clap emojis in the chat for John Sibley Butler. Okay. If FSU was in the SEC, how would they, who would they resemble? Excuse me. Almost Florida, Auburn, Bama. Are we having too much respect for that little team? Let's act like LSU. So, Sibley, if, if, you're, if you're dropping that, FSU sucks. <laughs> Appreciate the generosity. Um, okay. If Florida State was in the SEC, I would have them as the number three team behind Georgia and LSU. Okay? I would. Now, I do believe uh and, and this is just me all right this is just me i am talking myself into some other sec teams being pretty good this year Ole Miss and Texas A&M, we just did a deep breakdown of this on Power Hour SEC. Dwayne, thank you so much for the super chat. Dwayne Riley, you get to pick the next topic after John Sibley. But um, I want to show you guys this. And there's actually two videos that kind of goes along with John Sibley's super chat here. Okay? First is this one. Okay, just say no to Florida State. And the second is this new stat shows that Texas A&M and Ole Miss are true sleepers next year in the SEC. Okay. Make sure you check it out. Power Hour SEC, 1.48 thousand subscribers. I'm going to try and grow that thing into a national thing this year so uh, I can start having enough money to move and build a family and all that stuff. Uh, but it, hey, you keep throwing hundos, we might get there pretty quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 at this point, if I had a poll, I would put Georgia as the number one team in college football. I would, and you know, I, I honestly think Florida State is really good. I really do think so. I've watched a decent amount of them. Um, I, I, I think they're a pretty good team. I do. So, I I think Florida State's our toughest team. All right, I do. So, there you go. Now, Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, Bama. I know this is a little bit of a different topic, but I don't want Florida State in the SEC. I don't think it would be a good addition, but I do think it is possible. The second thing is I truly do believe Florida State can be a monster. I do think they can get back 
into relevancy. But now I'm hearing that they want private equity to get involved and they just want to get out of the ACC as soon as possible. Maybe that's a distraction for them. But honestly, Florida State, I think that they would resemble Florida, ironically, right? They're in the same, you know, obviously state and they have had similar amounts of success, right? Florida State's won two national championships uh, over the past couple of decades, and Florida has won three. So I I could see them being uh, very similar. I I can. All right. Let's go to Dwayne Superchat, and we'll get back into uh, Sibley. I really appreciate you, Dwayne. Hope everyone in the fam is doing great. Will Lindsay's health have any impact on current and future recruits? No. Okay. Um, number one, obviously with what's going on with Coach Lindsay, it's very serious, and it's way more important than anything recruiting-wise. Okay. So once again, if you're just not joining us, just uplift Coach Lindsay and, and his family, and I hope he's able to overcome this setback. Um Obviously, uh, I would be more worried, Dwayne, and this is normally the opposite. Normally with the defensive line coach, I am more worried about the recruiting aspect of it than the actual coaching aspect of it. But in this sense, it's the other way around, right? Because Coach Lindsey hasn't had an opportunity to be on field with our current defensive line group, Okay. Um, and I, I hate that. I hate that, you know, he works his whole life and he can't get out there and do what he wants to do at the biggest job, a job that he may have ever thought that he was never going to get. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to have a big impact. I really don't. Obviously, people will point to that with Dominic McKinley in particular, if he were to pick to Texas. Um Look, Bo Davis is a really accomplished defensive line coach with ties to Louisiana, okay? So if he were to land Dominic McKinley, it wouldn't be uh, – it wouldn't just be out of nowhere. I mean, Bo Davis is a really good coach. But at this point, I, I think Brian Kelly and Madhouse are going to do just fine and overcome this and put together a really good defensive line co- uh, class for us. Um so, yeah, I think obviously the most important thing is Coach Lindsey's health. I don't think it's going to impact future recruiting too, too, too much because if it did, we would not have landed the defensive lineman that we have landed in the past couple of years, right? So, uh, so yeah. But it's a really good question. It's a question that a lot of you probably want to answer. Yeah. Keith, good to see you. Thank you so much, Kazo. I appreciate that. Uh, Dewey Music. FSU saw no Perkins. True. No John Emery. True. No Smith. Uh, they're in trouble. Okay. Welcome to the channel, Dewey Music. Okay. Chad Lavalet. Well, call up Chad Lavalet. Call him up. Now, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Does Chad Lavalet coach? 
Does he? I, I'm genuinely curious. Is Chad Lavalle coach? I don't know. God, let me some Chad Lavalle. I don't think anyone in here doesn't love Chad Lavalle. But I think Kyle Williams would be one that would likely coach first because he actually is coaching right now. But if Chad's coaching, sure, bring him in. I think one guy that would be a really good coach would be Benny Logan. Maybe not at LSU like right now. So Jordan wants to talk some Jare Jenkins. How big of a loss is Jare Jenkins? He's huge we're big Dre fans on here. I mean, what kind of team do we have without Dre Jenkins last year? You want us a lot of football games. Uh, let's see. Michael B's my guy, man. I appreciate Michael B. Man, he got me through uh, a, a slow off season with this commentary and uh, super chats. Cosmos, good to see you. I hope everything is going good. Football season is finally here. It's good to see a lot of your beautiful smiles. You guys go on with your lives during non-football season, and then boom, one month away from the season, you guys just fly on in. Okay. Now, really quickly. Since there's 229 of you in here, this is our live stream schedule. Throughout the whole season, my goal is to have minimum 150 viewers at all time combined on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. All right. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays at 815 Central, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Central. And of course, during the season, Saturday pregame, Saturday halftime, Saturday postgame. Okay. So, there you go. Everybody, welcome. Britt, he's back. That's a guy I've been missing. What's up, brother? Moving Perk to the inside will be one of the greatest strategies in LSU history. LSU is so freaking stout of DT with Smith and Wingo up front. Hard to run from Perk when he's inside. I love that. It could be could be the greatest strategies in LSU history. Okay. Let's go to Cosmos. Did you see that John Trey was signed by the Saints? I'm happy for him. Yeah, I saw Nick Underhill report that. That's really good stuff. John Trey, of course, had a great XFL season. And uh, for those that are too young to remember this, John Trey Kirkland was a quarterback at LSU. Uh, but I'm very happy that he um, that he will get his NFL dreams there. Let's go. Aaron from the 225 gives us exactly 225 years. Good to see you. Now, next thing. I want to um, chat a little bit here. About the offense. And we spent a lot of time talking about the defense. Now, offensively. Um, we, we might have a little bit of clarity on the LSU offensive line next year. Okay. 
We might. Keyword might. I do think more than likely, all right, we will start Will Campbell left tackle, Emory Jones a right tackle. Then a left guard, it will more than likely be Garrett Dellinger. Your center is going to be Charles Turner, and your right guard will be Miles Frazier. The left guard and right guard might flip. Mason Lunsford, I think, is going to play. Marlon Martinez is a really good shot to play. Now, we had some of Charles Turner's family in our last chat, and I think it's cool. I think it's really, really, really cool. Um, that we have family members of the players that watch our channel and they reach out to me. It's great. Um, let's see. What I, I, I thought I, I, I swear I thought I had, um, I thought I had something gnawing at my foot. I swear I thought something was like gnawing at my foot. I was like, Z can't be in here, the door's closed. Is somebody in here? Ha, 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 ha. Victoria, good to see you. You've had a lot of W's uh, lately in Victoria's world. What's up, Mobile County in here? Mm. 318. What's up, everybody? Welcome, Ed, to the channel. Pegasus, good to see you. Ed, you get the next topic. Go right on ahead. Any LSU football question under the sun? I will answer it. Okay. Flippers. So Ed just said, I was like, hey, any question you want to talk about? And he said, flippers. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that means. But that's 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 dope. Mac Markway. Okay, we'll talk some we'll talk some Mac Markway. I like it. I like the way LSU put together this uh this tight end class right he is um a true blocker right so think of like a better version of like a colin jeter and there's also just like some true um receiving threats um oh that's the answer oh no to the walrus question Oh, okay. I hate that. I hate it. So let me just say this since there's 200 of you in here. This is a PSA. Okay. We all sometimes accidentally rewind. I have fat fingers. So if I'm watching uh, a live stream on YouTube, sometimes you can accidentally rewind it and you think it's live. But no, you got to make sure you're all the way to the right because you can't like you can do like if. You didn't want to start the live stream now, and you wanted to start from the very beginning. You could rewind it and do that very thing. You could. You could. All right. So that that makes sense. Oh man, my comp for Caleb Jackson is actually a, a, a Bama running back. It's um, uh, crap. But we've done Pegasus. Who is it? It's uh, Josh Jacobs. That's it. He reminds me a lot of Josh Jacobs, very similar players. Who are the wide receivers to look out for this year? Very good question from Keith, holding it down in the 337. Um, obviously, Malik, 
is a guy. But Kyron Lacey also coming over from UL Lafayette, year two for him, and um, Brian Thomas Jr. But look, a lot of you have been screaming the name Landon Ibietta this all offseason. We'll see. He's going to play. Um, Chris Hilton is going to play. They're going to get their opportunities. But I feel as if Shelton Sampson and Kyle Parker could surpass him. It's anybody's game. The only player we know that is a lock to be a big part of what we're going to do is uh, is Malik. That's it. Jeff in Denver. Good to see you. I will not be there. I'm sorry, though. I hate it because Jeff is going to be there. Jeff was at the PHL get-together last year. Oh, no. Jeff, I remember your friend who's a – this is how well I know Jeff. Your friend who is a pharmacist is a big Florida State fan. That's right. Okay, I remember that. That's really cool. And he, he used to live in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's dope. That's dope. LeBrandon Tofield. Now, that's a that's a deep cut right there. Salt, good to see you, even though you have the worst avatar I think I've ever seen. Wait, why did this YouTube stream become a walrus chat? I make one walrus reference. I, I This is not going to turn into walrus 2.0. Okay? It's not. Now, speaking of animals, coming up in just a second, pretty big special teams news coming out of LSU. But I want to tell you about our friends at underdog fantasy okay promo code carter if you want to play fantasy football with me this year sign up with underdog fantasy the link is down in the description underdog fantasy if you use the promo code carter you really do support me in a major way and i'm very happy underdog gives me this opportunity to draft with them and you could draft with me on underdog fantasy i have a separate fantasy football channel and i've been doing live drafts with phlers and it's been a lot of fun now Recruiting-wise, this is going to be a great week to be a Tiger. All right. I hope so. I hope so. Jay, we got some Jay Hill references in here. Shout them out. Now, Carter, do you see the offense being more creative this year with everyone back? I felt like we got too bland sometimes last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think we did get a little too bland. I I, I could see that. Um, you know, for me, uh, as far as like the offense is concerned, I honestly don't know if bland is the right word because. We were not really all that imaginative as an offense. Um, like, we didn't run a lot of trick plays. I'm not really a big trick play person, but we didn't run a whole lot of those. Um, we also just didn't have a whole lot of just layup kind of plays where 
the play design drew somebody wide open uh, like some of the other offenses in the SEC does. We're a very inside zone team. Okay, and that's fine. That's just who we are. Uh, I think Mike is a really good play caller. I do. But I do think there are some offensive things that we do that I don't want to see as much of next year from my vantage point. Okay. Obviously, you know, for me, uh, just looking at the analytics uh, via YouTube, but just college football analytics, offense is just more important than defense. So I do spend more time looking at the LSU offense than I do the defense. And, you know, obviously play calling is really difficult. There's so many different aspects of it that we don't quite think about. Um, but yeah, I, I do think we'll be a little bit more imaginative. And I do think in a way we're going to find ways to get more simple layup kinds of throws for our offense to cook. Um, there you go. Well, that's cool, Jeff. I like that. I do. But yeah, you know, part of it, Pegasus, is sometimes it's hard to get imaginative when we play a lot of soft coverage, and we did. We did play a lot of teams that played uh, six, seven yards off the ball, okay? And I feel like this next year, we just need to be better at playing pitch and catch, okay? And last year, we did not – we we struggled playing pitch and catch. We really did. And what I mean by that is the defense gives us something, and we just don't take it, right? Um you know, quick slants, quick inbreakers. Um, whoever LSU plays major, uh, a majority of the snaps in the slot, I just hope that that person eats, okay? I felt last year we relied too heavily on Kayshawn in the slot. I really did. Um, so there you go. Now, Uh, but Jeff, hope to see you around here more often, man. Good to see you. All right, so Jared wants to show off his granddaughter. It's perfectly fine to me, man. Uh, we love the super dads and super moms of PHL. Okay. Here we go. I'll put her up here. I like the doggo as well. And type Y for yes, type N for no. And we'll get into the special teams topic here in just a second. There you go. Look at that future LSU superstar right there. That's the next Haley Van Lith. It's the next Angel Reese. It's the next Angel Moro. Next, Alexis Morgan. Gotta love it. Okay. Now, I do want to point this out. Some special teams news for you guys and gals. Nothing like being a proud parent or grandparent. There you go. That's really cool stuff, Jared. It really is. Now, on PHL, we support our own, and one of our own is Slade Roy. He is up for the Patrick 
Manly Award to the top long snapper in the country. Shout out to you, Slade. Pretty excited about that, and Love me some Slade Roy. She's the next softball coach. She could be. Can she win a game when it matters the most in the postseason? Is what people are now. I don't know. Thank God she looks like her girl. <laughs> huh? 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 True that. Shout out to Nicole. Now, I want to get into this just now. All right. Just going to point this out. No new t-shirt orders tonight. Now, how can I go off and design all this merch? Pooh Bear knows how tough it is to make merch. How can I do this? Do it. Look at that. OurLSU.com slash shop. I'll make it easy for you in the chat. And if you're listening to this on any podcast platform, um, I, I, I'm going to test this out. I actually uploaded a full live stream on iTunes, I think Spotify and all that stuff. Uh, if you guys like that, I'll keep doing it. I'll keep uploading it to those platforms. Uh, so there you go. Now. I'm a little shocked that you guys didn't notice a new setup here. Huh? I'm not in my normal spot. Still in the same room, uh, but I had to move some things around just for a little bit. Um, I wanted to get into uh, the the special teams because I, I, I've gotten a lot of questions about um, the uh, the 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 special teams units. And how it's going to be coached. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see how LSU elects to delegate their special teams duties. Okay. There are a lot of questions about the LSU special teams um, and how this unit is going to work together next season. All right. I think for me, when it comes to special teams, the most important thing to do is not lose the game. Okay. Now, what does that mean exactly? Well, last year, LSU made special teams mistakes that just outright lose you games. They just do. All right. It's one thing if you um, make a mistake here or there. You have got to catch the football, all right? You, you just do. There's only so much coaching you can do. You put someone out there that you think has reliable hands, you just got to catch the football. You also have to make sure that people don't house things on you, all right? Control what you can control. And... Obviously, we had penalties. We were disheveled. We were uncomfortable. 
All right. Um. So yeah, I I I'm I'm a little to the point right now that I just think our special teams is going to be so much better just by default. Oh God, it's amazing. Haley is not mad at me at all. We 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 went on a date last night. It was it was very fun. Actually, hung out with some PHLers in Ruston. Uh, I love I love. I love Rustin. Hate on it all you want. That is a fun town. Okay. We tore it up. We tore it up. We got some Nuggetville love in here. Oh, no. Hayden Durham and Colin Simmons later this week. Are you freaking kidding me? Committing on the same day? Should be very interesting. Y'all do not hate on Russell. Now, since we did hit the hundo and super chance, big thanks to Sibley and everybody else up to this point. We do have an Angel Reese card that we have to give out tonight. All right. So we will do that coming up. No, no, no. That is not that was not what happened. That is not what happened, Golden Boot. You're telling this is fake news. I know and have listened to Charlie Wilson prior to not knowing who Charlie Wilson was individually. I knew the gap band, but I did not know Charlie Wilson was a solo artist. And when I saw him, he was in freaking credible. Okay. Now I'm a better man now, knowing that he is a solo artist as well. But let's let's not get it twisted. I've listened as a former R and B host to many of Charlie Wilson's songs, but I just did not know that he did his own thing. I'm horrible with like lead singers of like band names. I just know the band name. All right. And oftentimes I don't know that. Now, next thing. I want to chat just a little bit here. Just a little bit. About the NFL. Just a little bit. And the NFL LSU Connection. Now, Cosmos, you know, brought up something I wanted to get to. I'm really excited. John Trey Kirkland gets his opportunity with the Saints. Tyron Matthew, obviously. Um, it is interesting, though, that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson are on a trajectory uh, very different than that of like LSU players in the past, right? They are, they are on such a level of superstar in those three in particular. It's absolutely ridiculous, right? 
and none of them have gotten that second contract just yet. So I'm interested to see how that works out for them. Just one thing to keep an eye out uh, for. I, I'm a little shocked that the Vikings haven't already just paid Justin at this point. Um, but just something to keep an eye out for. Uh, but we can get into a few NFL things a little bit later. Now, here's what we're going to do. Type Y for yes, type in for no. Do you want me to do a few breakdowns here of some of the other SEC teams not named LSU? Obviously, I do Power Hour SEC. I try to break down all the SEC teams I possibly can. All right? But if you want me to stick with LSU football, we can go through and do breakdowns of pretty much every player on this team individually. Okay? H-Town, that's crazy. Justin Jefferson is going to stay with the Vikings because they can pay him more than anybody else. Okay. Let me know. I can get into a few other SEC teams, but I will happily stay with LSU. So we'll get into a few other SEC teams here. Now, um, I have talked myself a little bit more into A&M and Ole Miss having a legitimate shot of making noise this year in the West. Um, I'm a little bit out on Mississippi State, but I will say that I feel LSU, I feel like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Texas A&M, and in particular Texas A&M and Mississippi State, they have – the easier schedules of the West. Now, that doesn't mean that they are easy at all, but they are the easier ones. In particular, Mississippi State does have, to me, the easiest SEC West schedule. All right? So, I think this could be a year where uh, uh, Mississippi State has a fine season, uh, but I'm just out. I I didn't love what they did at head coach. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how they are in the post- you know, Mike Leach era, right? This is their first defensive head coach that they have had in a while. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Wait, what? What? Did, oh, as far as like buying into them, something else about Texas A&M and Ole Miss is they do not play back-to-back road games. All right. Now, what I want you to do right now, no matter who you are, all right, I'm looking at you. All right, if you're listening uh, via, via audio or whatever, I want you right now. Who last season was the only team in the SEC to not play back to back road games? Okay. And I'll answer this really quickly. Yeah, Kayshawn's made some, 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 some noise with uh, the Patriots. And he's got room to move up that depth chart, right? That might be the worst wide receiver room in the SEC, all right? That's in the SEC, in the NFL. But who is the only team in the SEC last year that did not have to play back-to-back road games? Okay. Here we go. 
Yeah, there you go. Florida's right off the jump. And Dwayne got it too. It was indeed LSU. Okay. Now, Missouri didn't play back-to-back road games themselves, but they did have one scheduled. But their athletic director, Desiree, crap, what's her, I, I forgot her last name. She uh, she rescheduled it to where they didn't have to play a back-to-back road game to start the season, and it saved their season. I think they would have, it would have been tough for them to win their season opener uh, with, with the way it was scheduled. So, um. LSU and Missouri were the only two teams, but LSU was the only team that didn't truly have a back-to-back road game scheduled. Now, they eventually did have to play one because they had Texas A&M and, and Georgia in back-to-back weeks, okay? Um, and, and while that was a road game and neutral, it was really a home game for Georgia. I was there. I would know. Um, so I cannot state this enough. This channel, more than anything else, is one thing that we have done. No one else has said this. They might have, but we have been on this train for a while. It is so hard to win back-to-back road games. It is so hard to win games on the road, period. It's even harder to just play good on the road. Um, And A&M and Ole Miss, they don't have to do it now. The difference here is Ole Miss has a road game at Tulane, and they have a road game at Georgia, okay, um, which obviously falls outside their normal SEC West slate. So their schedule is brutal. But Texas a and y'all, their schedule sets up so nice. It really, really, really does. They get Arkansas on the back end of a back-to-back they get Alabama on the back end of a back-to-back, and those games are always legendary between those those teams. Okay, so there you go. I mean, Ole Miss is losing both of those road games. I could see it. I still don't know who Ole Miss's quarterback is going to be. I I I don't. Okay. Now, first time checking in on the poll question tonight. Your regular season schedule prediction. Sixty-three percent of you say eleven plus wins. Now, type Y for yes, type N for no. Did you, whoever you are, predict an 11-plus win season in the chat? Type Y for yes, type N for no. Let me know. Did you? Hmm. 
Aaron said yes. Towboat, what's up, man? Holding it down in Fairhope. Lots of our Bama Tigers. Zane is a believer in the difficulty of back-to-back road games. Now, the good news is both of these teams are not top 15 recruiters. They're good teams, but they're not elite teams. For those that don't remember the schedule, there you go. Oh, it's almost haircut time. Oh, boy, it's almost haircut time. Huh? Uh, uh. Oh, man. I love it. Tell them Golden Boot, 63% of the chart is smart. We're rolling, baby. 11 win season. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think this I think this SEC season could be wacky. I think you could have another two loss SEC West champion. Now, that's not what we want. Right. It's not what we want. We want a team that is not that. Okay. Now, next thing. Uh, I looked and my video metrics on my first spring or say fall practice breakdown was really good. Okay. If you guys want me to do a fall practice breakdown tomorrow night. Okay. Type Y for yes. Let me know. Because they do take a little while. Uh, I try and find the most relevant clips uh, that are out there. And obviously, it's not really the clips that we talk about. We talk about the roster, how we feel about the roster. Um, I, didn't, I, I just put it out there. I did not think it would be uh, as popular. But it seems like you guys are very hungry for more of that. Okay. Uh, so what we'll do is we will air one tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central. Okay, I'll start editing it tonight, and I'll have it ready tomorrow by 6 p.m. Central. And obviously on Mondays, I am with Blake, 7.30 Central. It's going to be pretty intense. Obviously a lot to talk about. It's a big week, more so in recruiting, if anything else. But, um, but yeah, I'm pretty pumped up, pretty pumped up about that. Uh, so once again, live stream schedules, you guys know it. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., Thursday nights, Tuesday nights, Sunday nights, 8.15 Central. Now, now that I have quite a few of you in here, would you guys – because look, here, here's what I could do, all right? I'm going to let PHL Nation decide this, all right? Obviously, on Sundays, we release a huge film study. They are hard to do. It is probably the hardest thing to do because it's so much video, and you got to you know get it out in time, and it's it's a lot. It takes a lot, and I'm not able to watch NFL on Sunday. I don't expect any sympathy for that, but it, it is a lot. Would you guys prefer a live stream on Sunday nights 
or do you prefer a film study on Sunday nights for the upcoming season? Let me know. All right. You know, with the film studies, sometimes those do get demonetized. So, it, you know, I do a live stream on Sunday nights and a lot of people like those. Uh, they, you know, live streams are what I do most of. Right. Um, so let me know. We, we could still do some film study. It may not be as long and as detailed. It is personally one of my favorite things to do. Uh, it just takes a lot of work. Uh, it, 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 it takes a lot of work. But if you guys want to just keep it live, hey, that's fine with me. We might do a mixture of both. Okay. Jules, good to see you. Yeah. So we might do a mixture of both. I'm still deciding. Um, and feel free if you guys want to you can DM me on Twitter or Instagram um, but the main thing uh, we're going to be doing some more like live chats in the Discord so TJ's a patron in Discord we'll be doing some uh, live personal like video chats in, in, in Discord you get a one on one we did one earlier uh, this week after the Wednesday night live stream we'll be doing some of that during the season okay um so there you have it now next thing i want i want to chat a little bit here about about Jaden and how excited i am to see him play uh you know i've gotten to see some of the you know day-to-day and and how much work he's been putting in um obviously that's great and i'm really excited about that i'm really pumped up i hope i get to meet Jaden pretty soon um, obviously one of my favorite LSU players, I have his bobblehead in my backdrop. Um, I think he's going to put it together. I do. I really think he's going to throw the football better this season. And I feel as if this year is going to be awesome for him. I really, really, really do. I also think, you know, just from, you know, watching and and reading uh i i feel as if this lsu offense in general will need to be more explosive i think i, I think each and every one of us agree with that there's also a chance where this offense doesn't take that leap and they are just a very good offense like they were last year because last year they are a they were a very good offense now, did they have some bad performances? Yeah, but they were a very good offense. But in order for us to win a championship, 
we have got to be a championship level offense. And there is a big difference between that and what we were last year. Okay. Whether it's a yard per play threshold, whether it's the explosive play battle, whatever the case may be. Now we didn't turn the football over a whole lot, which is a good thing, but we, we, our offense has just got to be better. It has got to be more explosive. It has got to be more consistent. And if it is, watch out. I pity the fool who has to deal with that. Okay? So I'm really freaking excited to see how all of that works itself out. I really am. I really, really, really am. Now, it was a lot of fun. It really was. Okay. Now, um, here's what we're going to do. We have reached this portion of everything that I want to get into. In the next five to 10 minutes, I will answer as many questions as we possibly can. As many. But if you super chat, we'll keep this single. Okay. In the next five to 10 minutes, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. Okay. I might have missed your question a little bit earlier. Okay. As it gets closer to football season, it gets crazy. I always go to the Super Chance first because, you know, I do this full time. That's what you guys, uh, it, it goes a long way. It really does. Um, we'll go straight to it. Now let's go to Sibley here. Georgia could have lost two games last year. True. Okay. Missouri game and the Ohio State game. Now. Should they have lost both of those games? Yes. But the sign of a championship team is finding a way to win when you shouldn't. Missouri very well could have beat them. They left points on the field. Okay. Um, Ohio State game, Ohio State should have won. They should have won. But give Kirby a lot of credit. Give Stetson a lot of credit. C.J. Stroud played amazing. There was a lot of injuries and all kinds of crap happening in that game. It's wild. I'm going to show some Southern bias here. I'm going to go Sunbelt, and I'm going to go Tulane. Let's go to Pegasus here. I believe coaching and development matters along with continuity because this is the first time JD has been with the same OC two years in a row. That's true, Sibley. We like to blend both of them. We'll definitely do that. George, good to see you. Let's see. I'm going to get to a few of these that I might have missed. See Aaron in here tonight. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. 
Oh, Holgerson? No, I don't think that would have been. Actually, I don't know, Roby. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked. Need more venting time for Sunday? Golden Boot went with the exact same. Okay. Also like this, uh, I've been noticing uh, a lot of new PHLers lately. It's been great. It's been wonderful. All right. Also notice that we have had more women watching PHL lately. That's obviously really cool as well. Um, let's see. Who was it that sent me a really nice message? I wanted to shout them out. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Roby here. Why do veteran NFL players have to go through preseason to cut down on injuries they can just do walk through and film study? Yeah, yeah, Roby. It's 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 a really good question. I think a lot of teams are going to reevaluate this. Okay, so um, let's let's say Jalen Ramsey, right? He's one of the best football players uh, of the modern era. Okay, and you have to go through two different things here. Right. Number one, Jalen Ramsey has probably played in every coverage system you can play in. He probably knows how to play in every coverage system. But then again, he is on a new team. And I think Fangio is running their defense now. So uh, it is a new language per se. Don't you think the Dolphins wish they would have just done that instead of whatever? Because um, he did get hurt, right? I'm, I'm not just I'm just seeing things, right? But no, he's hurt, right? Um, now Pegasus, I won his question. His questions. Like, not play in preseason games. His, his question is, why do they go through preseason practices or training camp, whatever? Um, and then, obviously, Cooper Cup, he's he got re-injured again. And then, obviously, Joe. Joe got hurt. I could see a world where they just do walkthrough and film study. I could see it. And maybe you play them in like one like preseason game. But still, it's a good question. It's a good question. It would be interesting to see how like how important it is to get the muscles and the blood flowing before actually playing in a game. How important is that? Maybe there has been a study done on something like that. I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, I it, it would be nice because I guarantee the Dolphins are like, dang, gummit, Jalen Ramsey knows everything about football. Why are we even making him do this?
So Mike is the LSU basketball season ticket holder. Hal is a season ticket holder. Good experience for LSU men's basketball. It's true. I'm really excited about the Vanderbilt transfer. I like watching him play. Okay. So Hal thinks they'll, they'll be an NIT type team. I'll take it. Anything better than what we had last year. Anything. Now, something else. Don't forget, we have new PHL bands. The new gold bands have a new design on it. Okay, it used to say boom right here, but now it says let's go. And the Power Hour LSU bands. One for 10, two for 15, three for 20. Feel free to hit me up. And I, I bought so many of these things. It's not a. I normally just give them away though. Can't just give it away. Who sings that song? I want to know if any of y'all. We talked some Charlie Wilson earlier. Yeah, Hal, just DM me on on uh, on Discord. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll work it out, man. Now, we got to figure out who I'm sending this Angel Reese card to. We did get a hundo and Super Chats. And don't worry, I'm going to take a few more questions. If you Super Chat, we'll keep going. Joshua, thank you. TJ, Danny Girl, J-Rad, Hitstick, Roby. Sibley, our top super chatter up to this point, Jared and Roby. Okay. There you go, Cameron. Cameron got it right. George Strait. You didn't spell it right, though. All right. Uh, let's see. Who had won something in a while? Okay. Who do I want to give this to? Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, how about somebody? We're shouting out the female viewers a little bit earlier. Uh, let's let's give this. I have, a, I have somebody really good. I think we should get this out too. Uh, she tunes in every live stream. She doesn't chat too 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 much. So um, I appreciate it. I'm pretty sure she watches every live stream. Okay. This one is going out to. Jules, Jules, congratulations. You are the winner of the Angel Reese card today. Congratulations to you, Jules. Uh, if you're still watching right now, let me know. Send me an email, powerhourlsu at gmail.com, and uh, I will send this to you. Congratulations, Jules. You are the winner of the Angel Reese card. Shout out, Woody. Oh, shout out Scott Woodward. Right. 
Mm. Hey, what's up, Jules? Congratulations. Everybody, welcome Bill Smith. And Joel, shoot me an email, powerhourlsu at gmail.com. Very important. The dude, I see. That's just kind of, I don't know, she's kind of random. I think it's kind of funny, too. I have no hatred towards Purdue. None. Like, none at all. Like, I, when you think Purdue, I just don't think anything. Like, nothing. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's... I know the Purdue is kind of like just like vanilla ice cream. Like it just, it's not something that like I would like seek out per se. I mean, it's good, but not anything exceptional. It doesn't make me feel some type of way. I'm on Blake's show every Monday at 7.30. Never turn out, Blake. That's my guy. One of my thoughts on Callan Cowherd picking LSU scares me a little. Now, I've always said, in broadcasting, I have two idols. Colin Cowherd, Stuart Scott. Okay, now there's others. John Saunders being one of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, does he get a lot of stuff wrong? Yeah, absolutely. But my goal, like Colin Cowherd, is to be compelling, right? Uh, look, I pride myself on accuracy and trying to give you the best evaluation uh, possible on players and all that stuff, but. Ultimately, in order for a show to work, you, you've got to be entertaining. You've got to, you know, provide something. So, you know, his his goal isn't accuracy. His goal is to be uh, compelling. All right. So for me, him picking LSU or not picking LSU is just not really that big of a deal to me. Uh, but there are. You know, to go along with the Danny Grove with the really good super chat, there it, it is amazing so many people are still picking Alabama. But I do feel there's quite a bit of national media that's starting to talk themselves into LSU really being it. 
this next year. So uh, my goal is to do a national radio show, though. Ah, oh, it's happened again. The George Strait thing. Ha, 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 ha. There you go. That's funny. Is that is that you, Jules, that just followed me? Okay, perfect. Uh, shoot me a message and I'll, I'll we'll, we'll work it out. Um, but, uh... But yeah, you know, I, th- I think I think the world con. I think uh, I hope he's right. I hope he's right. This year. Oh, yeah. This year, next year, whatever. This year. Does that bug anybody else? I, I've When I say next year, I think it's this next coming year. Now, when the season starts, it is this year. I, I won't say next year. Obviously, I'll say the season. Okay. Wait, who, Raquel? Who are these two guys? Uh, why would I remember just uh, two random names? Jamer Chase and, and, and Burrow. Just random people just spitting out random names. Should I know who that is? Uh, should I remember who those people are? And you can't just give it away. King George.
I think he'll play a lot. Uh, but yeah, I, I think there is a very real possibility. I, I I'll say this, and I've always said this about Aaron Anderson. Um, I really liked him coming out. I think he was my number two wide receiver in the class. He was either number two or number three coming out of Louisiana. Um, Xavier Thomas was my number one guys at Mississippi State. Um, and I, I think Aaron Anderson was somewhere in the vicinity. So obviously he was really good coming out. He went to Alabama and now he's here. Um, whether or not he is starting is 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 interesting. Um, but yeah, and obviously Raquel was kidding. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase from LSU. And welcome to the channel, Raquel. Good to see you. Raquel, any question that you want answered under the sun, I will go straight to it. One first-timers feeling super welcome on here. Let's see. I think it's going to be committee. I think it's going to be committee. Yeah. yeah, lately he has. So there you go. Now, this was a lot of fun. But here's the good news. The party don't stop here. We'll keep it going all night in the Discord. I'll be chatting in the Discord uh, for a little bit. And uh, don't forget, there are plenty of ways you could support PHL. You want the Patreon exclusive breakdowns. There's an extra film study I did on Jaden Daniels from the practice film study. Uh, it is all on patreon.com slash LSU football. That is linked down below. So take advantage of that. Okay. Um, dang, Sharice, that is hella Sharice. <laughs> LSO. Yeah, very creative. Good stuff. Um, so, yeah, get involved. There you go. And don't forget, get your PHO merch. Okay. Again, our top super chatter tonight was John Sibley. Big thanks to Jared, Roby, Hitstick, Danny Girl, TJ, and Joshua for also holding it down. And Dwayne hitting me up on Cash App. I really appreciate you guys. Okay. 
Hit it. Power. Hour. LSU. Boom. Go to the Discord. Got a little scoopage for you. And tonight, we are doing... Oh, we're doing pork, steamed pork buns. Don't don't knock until you tried, baby. Let's go. Let's 